Hello and welcome to Ode to Games. I'm Logan Plant, joined this week by Zach Ross. How's it going, Zach? Where's Kevin? Kevin's in Japan, Zach. Kev- Kevin's in Japan? Yeah. Right now? Yep. This won't uh, be a factor in later episodes of Ode to Games, just this week. He just got there, he's settling in, and so we decided we would go on and do the show without him to let him get all settled up for uh, the rest of his year in Japan. Yeah, he's um, he's on location for Ode to Games to learn more about the <laughs> Japanese gaming industry, so we'll hear back from him about that next week. But um, what are we going to be talking about this week? Uh, well, we have... Uh, a piece of news for Nintendo, Sony, and Microsoft to get to a little bit later in the show. So the a little bit Trinity. of everything today. Yep. We'll talk about what games are coming out over the next week at the end of the show. But let's start with what we've been playing. Uh, we're back in school as well. Oh my god. It's very stressful already here yep. in our junior and senior years. Uh, we try to find time for games. Zach, what have you been playing? Well, I started a game which I have slowly but surely become addicted to. And that's Stardew Valley. Uh, you know Stardew Valley. Kevin's talked about it on the show. It's basically the new Harvest Moon. It's it's It plays like an old Harvest Moon game pretty much to the T. There's a lot of different things to do. There's combat options. There's romance options. Combat? There's, there is combat. There's a mine that you can go to, which has levels that you just go down and dungeon your way through killing monsters and whatever. But I've, I got it recently off of recommendation from one of my friends who wanted to play it as, as a group and... Um, because of the new multiplayer uh, that got released. Uh, Kevin was talking about it. He's been playing it with his friends. And, oh, my God, I did not realize how addicting that game actually was. I am. I sit down, and then I'm done seven hours later. And <laughs> I just don't even know where the time has went because I'm just, you know, farming. <laughs> like one does in a video game. You just farm. And, oh, man, is it a good time. It's so relaxing when you're just sitting there with your friends just doing really productive non-productive things you know it's it's crazy like i used to be really into harvest moon and then i just stopped and this is kind of really filling the hole that has been missing in my gaming life since then and it's it's come at a really poor time because it's a game that consumes a lot of hours and i don't have a lot of hours to give so everything else i've been playing has really fallen to the wayside i haven't touched yakuza 4 since i started stardew valley and i did play a little bit of catherine i restarted that with my friend we were we've we decided to go through that again because it's been a while but really that's all other than a little bit of super monkey ball all i've really put time into this week and i really want to play more because it's just one of those endless games that you really want to sink your time into yeah i've i haven't been in one of those games for a long time where like people say oh the time just goes away like i've never yeah. really been one to get sucked into that type of game it's crazy um, i kind of want to play though it sounded very relaxing well in your description yeah now that Kevin and I both have it. Feel free to join on. We'll start a farm together. It'll be great. Mm. Yeah, You can have multiple farms with different friends. Yep. We should do that. Yeah, exactly. Us three should have a farm mm-hmm. together. Yeah. I've just been playing Super Monkey Ball 2. Yep. I think that's it. That's, that, all. that's all you've been playing? Oh, you, you play a little bit of Dragon Quest. I did. Oh, yeah. I have to talk about that. Yep. Um, but Super Monkey Ball 2, I talked about my quest to beat all 50 expert stages on one continue. Uh, so I can get to the bonus extra stages, um, the bonus expert stages, and which if I beat those without using a continue, I unlock master mode, which is 10 levels that are the hardest in the game. 
Uh, we're slowly chipping away towards that goal. I decided to take a break from just uh, banging my head against the wall in challenge mode and go into story mode. And story mode has all 10 from beginner, all 30 from advanced, and all 50 stages from expert. Uh, but the thing is you get unlimited lives. And so I was able to just go uh, attempt after attempt, not worrying about a life counter. And I ended up beating story mode. Um, so I've now seen all 50 expert stages and I've beaten them all, but now doing them all in a row with a limited amount of lives is a different thing. Yeah. Um, better than five lives per continue. That's but true. It's still tough. We've been earning it. Uh, I've been earning points playing single player through the story mode and through challenge mode. And now we have 23 lives for every continue. And we've got how many continues per, per five a chance? Yeah. But that five. doesn't matter. I have to beat it on one continue. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, it matters to me cause I don't have to beat it on yeah. one continue. I just have to do better than I currently do, which is I think 21. Yeah. 21 is brutal. It is, but I'll stage. get past it. I mean, I flew today when we played earlier. I was just, I went through the first 20 really with little issue, Yeah, which is insane compared to where I was when I started getting through like four. Yeah. Which yeah, is nice. That's progress right in there. that game's really fun. Yeah. Yep. Um, so I've been playing that. Then I saw the Dragon Quest Eleven is coming out next Tuesday, uh, September, what is that, 4th? And... It's like, I've never played that franchise. Earthbound's my favorite game of all time. And something you'll almost always hear when you hear people just generally talking about Earthbound is that it's a Dragon Quest clone and that it was heavily inspired by the RPG battle system and elements in Dragon Quest. And so I did a bunch of research on Dragon Quest XI and there was a 36-minute Kotaku video review. I wanted to make Zach watch, but he didn't. I'll, I got time. I don't have time, you don't. but I'll watch it eventually. And it, is, it was really good. He talks about the story, the battle, the franchise, the music, everything in this 36-minute yeah. review. It's, his name's Tim Rogers from Kotaku, and he's, he says that uh, Dragon Quest is his favorite franchise of all time. He talked about his time living in Japan, how I, did, I learned this, and it was very interesting, that Dragon Quest is like a bedtime story in Japan, and that all his friends, basically... The last thing they did before they went to bed every night was 30 minutes of Dragon Quest. Wow. Because it's like a bedtime story. It's like a fairy tale. And that's just so cool to me. That is actually and, really cool. And that's cool. actually what's getting me like interested <sighs> in the franchise. And like uh, his like first five minutes of the video review is like, you're chilling with your buddies. Your party's just your buddies. Dragon Quest XI is the most chill game you'll, you'll ever play. He talks about how he's put 300 hours into oh it. Oh my god. Yeah. And talks about all the different ways you can play it like adjusting difficulty yourself to make it really hard or really easy for yourself to get through and it just made me really really want to play dragon quest mostly the stuff about the culture in japan about how huge it is over there yeah it's maybe really interesting i had no idea yeah it's 30 minutes before bed and um he said that when he lived he lived in japan for like a decade and he said that he had a girlfriend once in japan who if you texted her and she was busy she had an automatic text go back that was a dragon quest reference <laughs> And that, like, just everyone knows it. And that everybody knows what Dragon Quest is in Japan. And it's been something that's super niche over here. Yeah, Not exactly. I mean, I've always known about it, but never once have I gone, like, delved into learning more about it or even mm -hmm. picking it up. I mean, I know it... I've always known it as one of those larger franchises because there is, like, 11 of them, which is pretty crazy. 11 mainline games. 11, like, yeah. 50 spinoffs. Exactly. Not even accounting the spinoffs. There's 11 mainline games, which is a <laughs> crazy amount. And they've been going since the 80s, right? Yeah. So, I mean, 
being able, being able to play something like that, you're going to have to have a lot of time. And I don't know the best place to start. You recently got the first one on iOS, which mm-hmm. is, I assume, one of the only places to easily acquire a copy. Yeah, I think that's the only place I really could because Dragon Quest 1 is on NES, Game Boy Color, and iOS. Oh my god, that's yeah, yeah that's limited. Actually, but... 1 through 8 are all on iOS. I don't want to play them all on my phone, but they're all there when I was looking through the App Store the other day. Interesting. But yeah, one through three I can play on iOS. Four through six I can play on DS. Uh, s- seven and eight I can play on 3DS. Nine was on DS, and ten was an MMO only released in Japan, and eleven is coming out on PS4. So I can play them all. Just PS4. Uh, Switch eventually, but yeah. it's coming out next year I think on Switch. But <sighs> that's that a- that's such a time commitment. I know it is. They're all JRPGs. You know they're all going to take a long time to beat. Yeah, I picked up the first one because it was only a couple dollars, and uh, they said online it was only about twelve hours to beat. And I'm really enjoying it so far. It's just it's one of the first RPGs, Dragon Quest. Yeah. Uh, it's there were two Secret games, of Mana era. There were two before, a few before. years before. Okay. There were two games on computer. I'm forgetting the titles of now that were the first RPGs. Um, but the creator of Dragon Quest basically said, I want to make this simpler for people to pick up and understand. And so he made with Enix before the Square Enix merger, yeah. Dragon Quest. And it's very simple. You have one character in your party. That's it. The numbers aren't insane like in some RPGs where it's like 1,100 damage. It's like I'm starting out doing two damage or so to enemies. Um, There's not really an upgrade system. You just have to buy new stuff like in Secret of Mana. Yeah. Uh, But I'm enjoying it a lot. It's kind of grindy already uh, because I walked into the area. Oh, and I'm using a guide because... The game does not tell you where to go. Yeah, that's a habit of old (laughs) RPGs in general. Like, it's so hard to get a really clear uh, goal in -hmm. those games. It's just, you kind of just have to figure it out. But thank God we live in in a world where we can just go online and find a detailed guide of what to do next. Yeah, because there's no way to know. I walked into one area and just got murdered instantly. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. That happened to us in, that. even in the Secret of Mana remake because they didn't follow what makes a good remake. Yeah. Because that game sucks. <laughs> Call back to Ode Remakes where I talk about what goes into a good remake, which Secret of Mana did very poorly. Yeah. But I'm enjoying it. Uh, I might pick up Dragon Quest XI. I know I don't you know will. when. I know you're going to. But Hopefully when? after Spider-Man. Because if you Spider-Man. buy it before Spider-Man, I'm going to be mad at you. Yeah, because I've been excited for, yeah. excited for Spider-Man for so long. But yeah, I do want to play it. Maybe I'll wait until, like, price goes down or so in, like, November. It will. Yeah, definitely. But, yeah, so. Dragon Quest 1. Uh, and I'm going to explore some of the other ones in the franchise. People say 5 on DS is a really good one. Okay. Uh, so you're just going to pick off some of the, the tops. I, are they a continuous storyline or are no, they separate? No, you, you can just jump in, apparently. That's crazy. That's what I said. Yeah, that's, so. that's actually pretty good. Yeah, pick yeah. up 11 with me and play it. I might. Yeah. You want to more than you did before this segment. Yes, I did. Yeah. So that's what I've been playing. Wait, Let's... are they multiplayer? No. Okay, I didn't think so. No. Let's jump into the news now. First news, my wallet's hurting. Super Smash <laughs> Bros. Ultimate has a special edition coming to North America. Uh, it includes a steelbook and a special Smash Bros. Edition Pro Controller, which has white handles and the Smash Ball logo over the face buttons and the center of the controller. Is this the first Switch steelbook? Yes. That's crazy. Except not anymore. It was the first one announced. Oh. But two days later, they announced a Let's Go uh, Eevee and Pikachu steelbook. Oh. Which is coming to Japan only right now. Oh, weird. Okay. 
Oh, wait, no, I think I lied anyways. Xenoblade Chronicles 2 had a steelbook. Oh, really? Yeah. The special edition had a steelbook. Oh. Huh. Yeah, I don't really think of steelbooks being on Switch, because I yeah. don't think I've ever seen that before. But the steelbook's kind of lame. It just has the Smash Fireball on the front. And it's like, do I want this? I looked at the spine. The spine doesn't have the name of the game on it. Really? And that kind of is turning me off. Yeah, every steelbook I have has the name on the side. Yeah, it does yeah. not. That's weird. So right now I just have the Pro Controller uh, ordered. But on that day, December 7th, I will be purchasing the game, the Pro Controller, the GameCube Controller, and three Amiibo. There's a new GameCube Controller? Yep. Really? Yep, because I, you know my Smash GameCube Controller yeah. from Smash 4? Its cord is three feet longer than the OG GameCube controllers, and so I just want to grab another one to have. That's smart. Plus the new logo, and I'm, I'm a sucker. What are the Amiibo? Uh, Ridley, Inkling, and Wolf. Good picks. Yeah. I used to play as Wolf. Those, back in not good picks. Those are the only three coming out that day, and I'm going for them all. Oh, smart. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's the Nintendo news. Costs $139 for the special edition, and $75 uh, for just the Pro Controller, and both are up uh, for pre-order right now. Uh, on GameStop, and Best Buy has just the Pro Controller with the limited edition. So I'd no. say if you're interested even a little bit, jump on that because demand will yeah. be high. You can always cancel. And supply will be limited. Yeah. The PlayStation Plus games were announced for September. Really good month. Destiny 2 yeah. and God of War 3 yeah. remastered. I'm, I'm going to buy both of these I'm, for sure. Yeah, I'm definitely going to download both of them. Whether or not I play them is separate. I ever, I've been itching for more God of War. I, um, I'm excited to play New Game Plus eventually and i still have a lot of post-game stuff to do it's been a while since i've played it because i've been busy doing other stuff but uh god of war 3 i think will be a really fun game to play i i know i uh i haven't played any of one through three well i have but just a little bit and i think it'll be weird to play the newest one and then play three and then kind of just ignore the first two but when i played the new one i kind of looked up the story of god of war so i wasn't lost just to make sure I got a good synopsis. So I think it'll be fine for me to jump into 3 Remastered, mm-hmm. um, which I, I have seen on store shelves and I have been interested in picking up. I just haven't pulled the trigger, so this will be... I'm glad I didn't because I literally saw it yesterday and I was, like, thinking about it because I didn't know it would be a PS Plus game and I'm glad I didn't pull yeah. the trigger because I almost did. And How much was it? Like 20 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. It's not insanely expensive. It's one of those bottom shelf games because it's just a remaster, but... Uh, and Destiny 2, I played the first Destiny back on PS3. I never got super into it. Um, I mean, it's Bungie, and Bungie did the good Halos, and sure, everyone likes Destiny, but I don't know, there was just something about it I couldn't get into. Isn't Destiny extremely grindy? It is. There's a lot of grind, not a whole lot of anything else, because the story really isn't there, and the multiplayer is kind of weird, but... Um, apparently they tried to fix that for two. I haven't heard how well they did with that. I don't think they did a super great job making it a lot better, but I think it is better than Destiny. And I think since we are some OG Halo fans, it will be something we can try to play together. I I have Destiny 1 on my 360 and just didn't get into it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But playing it together, you know, there might be some spark there that we find fun. Hopefully. We also have to get back into Far Cry. Yeah, exactly. Another game with a not perfect story that's just so fun. Yeah. Just so fun. All right, let's get into the Xbox news now. Xbox All Access uh, was announced, which lets you purchase a new Xbox One console, two years of Xbox Live Gold, and a Game Pass for a monthly payment. So for two years, 
For $22 a month, you get an Xbox One S and those online perks. Or for $35 a month for two years, you get an Xbox One X. So you can just go to the uh, go online and basically, like a phone plan, subscribe yeah. to this. Mm-hmm. Get an Xbox One X shipped to you. And for $35 a month, you're getting online play and Game Pass along with uh, slowly paying off your console. And once the two years is up, your console's paid off? That's something I'm unclear on. I don't know if once your console's paid off, do you just have Game Pass? I don't think so. Yeah, so Game Pass ends, and then you have to renew that separately? That is an interesting concept. That I don't know. But for the two years, it's one flat monthly payment for everything. And what happens if you don't pay off? Do they repossess your Xbox? I don't know what happens. <laughs> if they ship it to you, you just ship it back if you can't pay for it. That's kind of weird. I don't know how that's going to work. I wonder if Microsoft, honestly, they probably have the ability to brick an Xbox just online. That is absolutely true. <laughs> they would. Uh, is there a down payment you have to make to get the Xbox? Um, no, you just start with the monthly payment. Interesting. Yeah. I might actually check that out. I've never. <laughs> uh, you thinking about it? I mean. 22 bucks a month 22 for the bucks 1S. a month for a 1S. I mean, is that really that bad? That seems pretty decent. It's like, what, two hours of work? About yeah, exactly. Huh. Now I have to think about what Xbox games might be worth it. Yeah, because keep in mind you're not getting... You're only getting what's available under Game Pass for free. Yeah. You don't have to pay for. Um, but a lot of games are coming to Game Pass, and that's a lot of old games on Game Pass, too. They just added the Master Chief Collection to Game Pass. Right there. That's already something that makes it semi-worth yeah. it. Yeah. Because there are... I did play a lot of original Xbox games, so if I could go back to some of those, that'd be nice. Yeah. Hmm. That's another thing to think about. But two days ago, Microsoft said, we don't see a future where subscriptions are dominant. Yeah, I don't either. So apparently this is just something they're trying out. This is out. just a... Yeah, that makes sense. You gotta test the waters, I guess. But it's weird that they're going into it with little hope. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't seem like... If you're gonna do something, you kind of at least have a little bit of faith in it. I don't know why they're trying it out if they, they're just planning for it to fail. Yeah, so I want to do a little more research on after the two years are up, what's it look like? Yeah, exactly. Because if it's two years and then after that you have Game Pass forever, do it. Yeah. But I don't think that's what this is. I don't think it is either. Yeah. All right, and that's it for the news this week. For the last segment, what's coming out this week? Two big games I wrote down, Spider-Man and Dragon Quest Eleven. I'm going to Spider-Man really this week? Next Friday, dude. Oh my god. That is... A week from the day this episode goes out. It feels like it's coming out in a year. Yeah. Man, it feels like we've been talking about this game forever. Yeah. I am excited. Are you going to pick it up? I... I... I, Yeah. I'm going to pick it up. I've decided. On launch? Probably. You want to go to GameStop at the 9pm release with me? Yeah, let's do it. Maybe we'll get some sweet pre-order bonuses. Because that's a lucky GameStop for us, but... Yeah. Yeah. I I love Spider-Man. This game is so hype. Everyone's... I know it's going to be good. Yeah, I played it. I played it at E3. Yeah. It was a great time. Swinging physics are enough to sell me. Yeah. And you don't seem that invested in any game right now, so you could definitely pick Exactly. This one up. I mean, I want to finish Shockers of 4 and Stardew Valley, and other than that, I don't really have something new coming out to look forward to since Spyro got super pushed. But yeah, um, yeah I'm, I'm going to get it. Nice. Yeah. Glad to hear it. Yeah, we'll have to go to GameStop. Uh, and then we'll have it before we record the next episode, probably. Oh, so we can talk about first impressions. Yeah, hopefully. Or we can binge the entire game and talk about final impressions. <laughs> I think it's like a 20-hour game. We can do mode. it. I don't know if we can. Technically, it might not be possible, but we can lie about it. 
I don't want to lie on the okay. podcast. Last thing I want to mention, Towerfall is coming to Switch oh. later this month. Zach, that's a game that you have a lot of experience with. Oh, yeah. Life. I've had it. It was like the first game I bought on Steam because um, when I went over to a friend's place years ago, he was like, let's play Towerfall. I was like, I don't know what that is. And then I played it. We fought each other and we fought together. And it was real. The physics are just so fun. You're putting a square room and it's a 2D like 2D platformer with a singular room where you just shoot arrows and some of the arrows bounce off and some of the arrows, they have physics so they drop. It's just, it's really just a lot of randomness and a lot of fun. All And there's some strategy to it. There really is because you can go through one side of the screen and come out the other kind of like Pac-Man style and you, the arrows act the same way, and there's a lot of different enemies. So if someone's standing on the left side, and you shoot one on the right side over... Through the right, it'll come and kill the guy on the left. That's awesome. Yes. So there's a lot of random arrows flying in every which way, mm-hmm. and it just it's so fun to play with other people. And when I watched the trailer, I had never actually seen gameplay of Towerfall. I was shocked at how identical the physics and art style are to Celeste. Yeah, that's one same. of the things I noticed when I saw Celeste. They're basically the yeah. same. Yeah, because it's the da- there's the dash mm-hmm. and the... Well, I don't, I've never played Celeste, but basically all I know is the dash. But yeah, they look the same, and Celeste is coming to the new yeah, Madeline. Towerfall. Madeline yeah. and her Her name ego. is not Celeste. No, her name's Madeline. Darn it. <laughs> yeah, Madeline from Celeste is coming to the new Towerfall as a playable character. And six-player mode on Switch. Six players. I didn't know that. That sounds amazing. Yep. Because four people is crazy enough. But six? Holy crap. And you said that... Or the trailer said there's some sort of co-op mission mode. Do you know what that is? Yes. It's where you work together in... Uh, there's a map with a bunch of different dungeons on it. Each dungeon has levels, and each level has a certain amount of monsters. And as the levels increase, the monsters get more difficult... And once you beat the dungeon, you move on the map to the next dungeon. And you can do that with two people. You All just, right, well, we're doing you just that. work together. <laughs> and you can still accidentally kill each other. Oh, we're definitely playing yes. that when it comes out. And there's a DLC on the uh, Steam version. I don't know if it's coming Both out. Both packages are coming to The Switch. Dark World DLC, mm-hmm. which is really difficult. So I'm really looking forward to playing it. Awesome. Yeah. That's going to do it for us this week. Bit of a shorter episode. Without Kevin. Yeah, Kevin always comes up with the O2 segments, and now he's gone. Hey, that's not true. (laughs) That is a lie. Anyways, thanks for listening to this episode of Ode to Games. You can find the show on Twitter, at Ode to Games. Oh, oh, we forgot. Um, Naughty Dog is holding a competition. Oh, that's right. Yes, I wanted to mention this briefly. Um, They are giving away a signed photo, um, signed by the cast and crew of Uncharted Lost Legacy. It's a poster of Chloe and... Um, Nadine, yeah, Chloe and Nadine hanging from the helicopter, signed by a bunch of people who worked on the game, voice actors, and I think uh, developers. And um, what you have to do is you have to go and you have to play Uncharted Lost Legacy, um, and you have to go into photo mode and you have to take really nice pictures in photo mode, and then you can submit them to Naughty Dog's Twitter or online via uh, NaughtyDog.com. There's an application you can fill out. Go to their Twitter. The information is there. It's also on their Instagram. Um, so if you're into Uncharted, it's a really cool prize. Uh, Oda Games is going to be doing it, and I'll be doing it individually, uh, hoping to win. But um, yeah, if you are into Uncharted, this is the coolest competition ever because that thing looks super pretty, and I want to hang it up on my wall. Yeah, it's really cool. Yes. So you got to get through that game then. Yeah, it's not the longest game, but I, I don't have a lot of time. So hopefully I have my save, and I can pick out the prettiest chapters and replay those chapters and take the best yeah. pictures. Yeah. Yes. Sorry, I just wanted to mention that briefly. Go ahead and end the show. You can email us at ode2gamescast at gmail.com. We are here every Friday 
on iTunes or your other favorite podcasting services. For Zach Rost, I'm Logan Plant, and we'll catch you next week.